The Denver Nuggets are in the NBA Finals and the Miami Heat lead the Boston Celtics three games to two in the Eastern Conference Finals. Today, I'll break down Denver's run of the finals and give you my prediction for Heat Celtics game six. I'm Blake Atwell and welcome to The Blake Show, the show where we talk all things NBA and NBA bets. We're coming to you nationally right now on Tune and Believe Betting Radio, YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Let's start with the Denver Nuggets today who find themselves in the NBA Finals. Now, my finals pick from the West, as you guys know, was the Phoenix Suns. From the moment the Suns made the Kevin Durant trade, I just did not see any teams in the West taking out that combo of KD and Booker four times, plus the role guys that looked halfway decent to me during the season, the regular season, I should say. And uh, damn, was I wrong? (laughs) Uh, Before the Suns Nuggets series began, I picked the Suns in six, and this was definitely a mistake. Um, because while Denver looked every bit like a one seed in their decimation of the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first round, Phoenix barely escaped a Clippers team that lost Kawhi and Paul George. And it was clear even in that series that Phoenix had a depth problem, while on the other side, Denver had the opposite problem or the absence of that problem entirely. Denver has so much depth that they have guys that would play probably meaningful minutes on any other of these uh, Western playoff teams, particularly even like the Lakers in the conference finals that play a reduced role or barely play at all on the nuggets because they're so deep because their starting five is so good. Um, and you know, Denver's depth just really wore out the Suns, who didn't stand a chance in any game in that series, unless Kevin Durant and Devin Booker went full Kobe and Shaq mode, which they did a few times, but can't expect that every single game. And then there were the Lakers in the conference finals and LA came into the series as plus plus one thirty underdogs. I did pick them to win in six over the nuggets. And look, I just put my trust in LeBron and Anthony Davis over Jokic and Murray, two guys who had done this before, who had made out of the West, who had won a championship, something that we hadn't seen out of Jokic and Murray. And the way I looked at it was whoever's star tandem played the best throughout the series would be the winner of the series. And the reality of the situation there was that Jokic and Murray, they hit more baskets down the stretch of those games, particularly Murray, of course. Uh, and, and they they scored more and their shot making was more consistent than that of LeBron and AD. And the same goes for the Nuggets role guys and the Lakers role guys. And Jokic and Murray were better. And the gap between Jokic and Anthony Davis was big in this series. And that's why Denver's now in the NBA Finals. And one thing that I will say about that series is that could have easily gone five, six, even seven games. When you just look at the fact that LA narrowly lost all four games, a few of which could have gone either way. The reason I'm saying that is because as we had in the next season, I don't think that Denver is that much better than the Lakers. I think the gap between the two teams is actually pretty small. I do think that Denver and the Lakers are the two best teams in the West heading into next season as things stand right now, obviously before free agency and the draft and trades and everything else. Um, And again, I just think Denver got better consistent play out of their starters. LeBron clearly was hobbled. Anthony Davis was, was hit and miss as we know. Um, They'll go back to to the drawing board and, and we'll see. I think that that's going to be a compelling sort of head to head to look forward to over the next few seasons. uh, As long as LeBron and AD are are on the court together, of course, for the Lakers. Um, Moving ahead though, Denver is now minus 200 on FanDuel to win the NBA title. And from a betting perspective, I would say they are the deserving favorites, uh, no matter who comes out of the East as of right now. So, you know, I'm cool with putting out on my on my betting slip and 
I do think that that minus 200 number is going to get uh, even more expensive if Miami finishes off Boston and the Heat are the are in the finals. So if you do love the Nuggets, I would recommend putting your money behind the Nuggets right now if you really think that they're going to win the title. Um, because if the Celtics get there, I'm telling you right now, those odds are going to change. If Jamal Murray and Denver's role players take their hot shooting into the finals, I don't think Miami or Boston will beat them. Jokic is going to be Jokic. I think that's something that we've just learned now. He's been the best player in the world throughout these playoffs with, I think, Jimmy Butler as a close second. And uh, especially if Boston comes out of, of that series against Miami, I, I just, you're going to put Al Horford on him. You know, you're going to put a smaller guy on him. You're going to put, what are you going to do? You put Grant Williams on Like, I just don't see any scenario where the Celtics are going to be able to contain him enough in a seven game series. On the flip side, Miami, I think, is a tougher matchup for Denver, especially for Jokic, because Bam Adebayo, when he's on his A game, is an extremely underrated defender who I think would pose some interesting threats for Jokic. He posed some some tough threats for Giannis in the first round, Embiid um, throughout the regular season when he played him. And then, uh, you know, in the first three games of this Boston series, did a masterful job on the defensive end. So we'll see what happens um, in game six tonight between the Celtics and the heat before I delve into any more nuggets. Heat talk, speaking of which let's go there. Let's, uh, break down game six from a betting perspective and from an NBA analysis perspective. So before the series began, I did pick Miami to win in seven as plus 400 underdogs. I don't know anybody else in the media that picked the heat to win. That is not a heat fan. That is not the host of a heat show. That is not a Miami media member. Um, and, the reason that I picked the heat to win before the series is that I said, I trusted Miami's coaching and their role players more than Boston's coaching and their role players. And I have been right for the most part so far, Miami of course goes up three on the series. Thanks to red hot play from Jimmy and bam and Duncan and Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent and even Kyle Lowry. Then on the Boston side, Celtics looked like they didn't really want to play for Joe Missoula anymore. And that has certainly changed over the last two games. Of course, Miami, was the better team, even in the first half of game four. But something changed after halftime. And Boston has really played with a lot more energy than Miami ever since that third quarter of game four. And you combine that with hot shooting, we have ourselves a 3-2 series. Now, Miami is a three-point underdog in game six, plus 128 on the money line on FanDuel. And after these last two games, it is not surprising to see Miami as the underdogs, I think, even at home. But I am taking the heat in game six, and you should too. Here's why. With NBA betting, I think your best chance at success, more so than any other sport, is to look at how teams are ebbing and flowing, especially in the playoffs. Are they inconsistent or are they consistent? Because in the NBA, of course, you're dealing with a seven-game series. Um, do they give consistent effort or are they checking out? Do they shoot around the same percentage every game or are they all over the map? Are they here two games, there three games? And the fact here is that the Boston Celtics are disappointing and they're inconsistent. And the reason they're disappointing is because when they are on their game, they are the best team in the league. They were my pick to win the championship for most of the season. And I changed up. I, I changed my pick when I saw Miami and the way Miami played the first two rounds because Boston just doesn't bring it every game. The coach doesn't bring it every game. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't bring it every game. The role guys don't bring it every game. And uh, I really think that the entire national media seems to forget that Miami blew Boston off the court in those first three games. They took their lunch money at home in the first two and close wins. And then of course in game three um, just looked like they sent the Celtics to Cancun really. And I don't think that, you know, the media from a national perspective does a good job 
of kind of looking at things from a bird's eye view. It's literally just like day to day. Like, what have you done for me lately? The whole narrative changes with every single game. And it's just so annoying, I think, as a consumer. <laughs> um, but I do think going going back to basketball here, that game six is going to be rocking on Biscayne Boulevard. And every Heat fan, every Heat executive, every Heat player knows they can't afford to go back to Boston for a game seven. That's a no-no. And because of this, I am expecting Miami to come out in this game with tons of energy. I also don't believe the Celtics are going to shoot as well as they have in games four and five, where they just literally could not miss, especially, of course, at the start of, of game five. Um, in game four, Boston shot 40% from three. In game five, they shot 41% from three. Boston didn't touch 35% in the first three games. And I'm expecting some regression to the mean here in game six for Boston. Now, as of the time of this recording, Gabe Vincent is listed as questionable. If Gabe Vincent can run, I do think he's going to be out there. He knows how important this game is. As the Heat try to advance to the NBA Finals, I'm fully expecting him to play. And look, whether he plays or not, I think we do need to talk about Kyle Lowry a little bit because he was awful in game five, but he hasn't been that poor um, throughout the rest of the playoffs. Of course, he's a big reason why the Heat are here in the first place. His tough play and his consistent play is a reason that they got past the Knicks in the second round. And, uh, you know, I just don't see him having the four because he had it's not just that he had four turnovers in uh, in uh, in game five, but the way that those turnovers happen, the points in the game in which those happen. I just don't think he's going to do that for a second game, especially if Vincent is out at home. Um, if game Vincent is in, um, I think Miami's point guard rotation is good enough to come out and, and win this game, which is what we saw, of course, throughout the first three games earlier in the series. Um, I'm also expecting huge bounce pack performances from Jimmy and Bam. Every NBA fan remembers Jimmy's dominant performance in last year's must-win game six, of course, in Boston. And the Heat need him to get back to that level tonight. Um, to finish the job here. And I'm going to trust Butler's history of incredible playoff performances uh, in this year's must win, just as I'm trusting the consistency of the heat more so than the inconsistency, of course, of the Celtics to win the series. I also think Bam is going to play much better in game six. And more than anything, I just think the heat, they need him to be tighter with the ball. Of course, six turnovers in game five, that won't cut it. Um, they just need him to play, to play solid, to not turn the ball over, to hit those little mid range jumpers. He takes hit his little floaters uh, play some good defense, have some dunks like he did in, in game three to get the crowd going. Um, that's not too much expect too much to expect out of him, especially in a must-win game. And I am expecting them to have a solid performance, solid enough to, for the uh, for the Heat to win. Um, speaking of which, another game that I do like the Heat, another excuse me reason that I do like the Heat in Game Six is the coaching advantage that Miami has. Boston did kill the Heat in Game Five. With threes, uh, both out of pick and roll and driving kick actions, and there's just no coach I would trust more to make the necessary adjustment here than Spo. He's not going to put Miami in a position to give up all those open threes, and of course, if the players come out and play with energy, that won't happen as well. Um, Spo was absolutely praised by the national media in the first three games. He's the greatest coach in the playoffs, and this and that, and you know they're talking about his mid-game defensive adjustments, switching between man and his zone, and then of course. Uh, they're talking about Joe Missoula getting fired and all this crap. And then these two games happen and the whole narrative has switched and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, so I'm not going to do that. I mean, I think both competent coaches, I do like Spo better than Missoula in the series, though, especially now that we're in these uh, sort of uh, these final two games here. Final one, if the Heat win tonight, of course. Um, so with that being said, I think the Heat are going to have a strong enough defensive game plan in game six to end this thing on the Boston side. Um you know, again, talking more about their in inconsistency, 
Uh, the whole narrative was how do you bring back Joe Missoula after this performance, especially after game three and Joe Missoula himself even said that he lost the locker room after game three. Um, I, you know, if, if this is a different series, if the Celtics were, would have won one of the first, one of those first two close home games, then I think this could go a different way, but I just don't trust the Celtics to, you know, they, they've had two games of really consistent, good basketball, History has shown us that they're not going to do that for longer than two, three games. I don't think it's going to be three. I think Miami ends the series tonight. And I think that it's a smart bet uh, at plus money to, to back the heat tonight. Um, both, uh, both, you know, plus money, uh, you know, uh, on the money line. And then uh, obviously they're playing against spread tonight. That'll do it for today's Blake show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter and IG at Blake on social. And I will see you on the next Blake show.